welcome back to black hole couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for a double episode of the good place this is season two episodes four and five starting out with team cockroach written by dan Schofield, directed by morgan sackett premiere 10 5 of 2017 and i gave this a 10 out of 10 i really enjoyed both episodes but i was laughing my behind off at this first uh, particular introduction and i really feel a certain type of energy in this season that i was intrigued season one that we would get more into and then it kind of staggered a little bit for me but this season they are firing on all cylinders and i really like what they're doing with the story and with the characters we start off kind of right when we picked off with michael pitching the idea of teaming up he explains the whole situation about vicky blackmailing him to take over due to go down in the next 30 minutes well he'll have to uh, reboot their memories and suggests forgetting about being angry at him for creating a fake reality to psychologically torture them for years for his enjoyment it was just happening (laughs) chidi had some of the best lines he suggests that instead of wiping their memories michael that is he is going to allow them to keep their memories and then they are simply going to pretend to be tortured even though they're winning anyway the other side (laughs) in the rather juvenile way in which they think they can do it i just love all of the commentary they are doing here it's just very smart writing but um they can do whatever the hell they want in their private time but they also have to play the game and seeing as he only had two tries to get this done and now they're on like if sean finds out well then they're all in hot water and he says they will literally boil us alive human team meeting behind the clown wall chidi and eleanor are on the same page knowing that michael could be lying and they should ask for more answers eleanor says that she is good at lying because she used to trick people selling fake medicine for seven years and Chidi's like, I thought you said it was five years. Proves my point. <laughs> and where the fuck did Jason get that blow pop? Someone explained that to me. But when he gave that story about how he trusted Michael because he's wearing a bow tie because a man came up to him and paid him $600 to transport some turtles. <laughs> and she slapped the fuck out of him. That blow pop went out of his mouth. Shut the fuck up. Yes, this is what I wanted someone to be doing to Jason. I like how they have made Chidi and Eleanor kind of the parents. And then you have the children and Tahani and Jason especially. And then when Tahani was talking about how this was some reference I didn't even get. And Eleanor is like, do not talk again for a hundred years. And then she says, when they say they're going to question Michael, we shall grill him like the flank of an Iberian piglet. Has it been a hundred years? So they asked Michael straight up, why should we trust you? Well, you shouldn't. 
I wouldn't. You can't, but you should. You ain't got no choice, but I wouldn't. (laughs) Then worst case scenario is explain that they'll just go to the bad place. He'll be, uh, what did he call that? Retired. And then Janet pops up to give Jason something shiny to distract him with because he's a fucking child. And we need him out of the adult conversation. He explains the longest they have been going at this or they've had a, a reality play out is 11 months. The current reality is one week and he has tried 802 times. One reality lasted all of what, eight seconds or something to that effect? And he was like, yeah, that was a butt reality. <laughs> a butt dial. Then we have Janet asking has she been rebooted each time and she says the reason why she asks is because she comes or becomes more aware and enhanced making her the most advanced janet in the universe her head and tummy rub was absolutely adorably priceless then her drag of michael's failures was equally so michael has a human body we find out because the barrel of the bad place or something to that effect uh, wants them to know the effects that torturing feels on humans and then he says it took him a while to get used to the hanging bits and eleanor's like gross he's like i was talking about my testicles and you know what i'm with him though like your ball sack that's just an unusual thing that's just wobbling in the wind when you walk as you stride it's just it's not the most attractive thing to get used to on the body like i know some people be like well you know it's not look it's not nice looking at the human vagina okay but we also have the capacity for it to be contained your shit is just like what is that what is that it's not it's like something that should be inside your body that's outside of your body it's like one of those like an any when it's an audi it's like ooh, you have an audi that's unfortunate we also learned that the medium place is real and when was it tahani or chidi i can't remember asked about you know why the lies why, or yeah it was chidi who asked why didn't you just tell us straight up lies about everything why did you have to add the truth to it and michael says well the closest to the truth works the best and you had eleanor co-signing since she obviously stole someone's identity at some point michael agrees to help them get to the real good place if they decide to help him trick vicky and the goons michael knows that he's doomed in the bad place thus he'll construct a blah blah story of saving four mortal souls to his bosses so that they'll show pity on him and he'll be able to get them all in the good place and then it finally clicked to me really clicked for me like why i'm seeing a demon like michael is a demon hence the the skin suit also the lacks of of, of fucks he has to give i get it now you're so dumb you are really dumb for real another team meeting chidi agrees to help michael as clearly 
his earthly deeds didn't impress and get him in the good place and he wants them to get better and stay that way which affects Tahani who is still in denial that she's even in the bad place and decides to confront Michael about it turn it into a full-on Karen talking about I want to talk to your supervisor like bitch please (laughs) but he tells her that she was a selfish bitch on earth doing everything she did for fame notoriety and the spider family and that he will show her how she died and maybe she'll have some perspective she is invited at first to this photo magazine shoot or interview but it's a stand-in for her sister camilla who had turned it down so she's second best literally and her sister is going to be inducted in the hall of fame after her first album cutting short the 25 year period to be inducted into the hall of fame because it was literally that brilliant and then the interview lady asked well do you think me and camilla will be friends since we were only children oh sorry i forgot about you why don't you love me daddy let me tell you something camilla should be in the bad place too because she's a her whole entire family should be in the bad place so she needs to realize she came from a bad apple maybe that was all of well we haven't seen chidi but it seems as if two of our four humans came from some really very terrible parents <laughs> that did not set them up for uh, success whatsoever then we learned her sister didn't even invite her to her party not that she was gonna go and do some environmental shit anyway she has to sneak in as a hostess and she's like oh that fits you (laughs) then she realizes she doesn't even exist and as tahini is taking down her statue or trying to well it does uh it falls on her and she dies and all tahini first takes away from this is oh no i died in cleveland (laughs) no 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 As someone who lives in Cleveland, Ohio, I felt that because that also would be a sad tragedy. (laughs) I've already told my daughter, I'm like, look, when you're 18, you better come up with a plan because my ass is not going to be here. Eventually, she gets it as Michael brags about how perfect it was to fuck with her. They argue, all of them, when Eleanor says that she is going to be the only holdout, not down with joining Michael, but Michael's like, you all have to agree she thinks that it's a deception she refuses to trust him and michael laughs when they start arguing calling them cockroaches and he's the exterminator and now his very survival depends on them they're small gross and creeping creep on the ground in their own filth chidi saves michael from a quick kick to the nuts by telling her can't says We have a duty to improve ourselves and this is their best shot. She says, I just need a minute to be alone and think about it. But once she is alone behind the clown wall, she asks Janet to fill the train to the brim with cocaine and she's going to Mindy St. Clair's. I'm glad they brought up the cocaine and they actually just asked Janet because I've been saying it forever. Like, why don't you just ask Janet for some cocaine? Chidi totally busts her when she's trying to creep out with her bag and putting a broom in the bed to make people think she's sleeping. (laughs) 
And she says, look, I just don't want to make a deal with the devil to do homework in secret and does offer him shotgun on the train, but he tells her good luck. She then asks Michael, hey, out of all the times that I asked Chidi to help me, did he ever refuse? And Michael says he never did. And he always helped her get better. He helped her get over her biggest obstacle. And she's like, my selfishness. And he sarcastically replies, oh no, uh, the haircut that framed your face. (laughs) No, never finding the right haircut that framed your face properly. The shift of the dynamic is much more fun now that they are kind of out in the open about who they are. (laughs) what he is in particular michael tries or has to join the ethics lessons if they all agree to help which he initially refuses but as eleanor starts to tell them their own particular identities the narcissist the a human turtleneck and then the dumbest person i've ever met with jason saying who am i describe me now team cockroach is assembled they go back to the yogurt since that worked best vicky gets top point getter best person stash and is now mayor and wants to sing team cockroach assembles once again back at eleanor's Eleanor is to get drunk just like before and insult people. Chidi, be be nervous and embarrassed by Eleanor way ahead of you. Janet won't rat them out as it's her job to make humans happy. So she's down for the shenanigans. And that moves us into our next episode, Existential Crisis. Uh, This one was, I think I didn't write this one down. Oh, you know what? I keep forgetting it's tax season. I need to do my taxes. Or at least see what I'm getting. Because, you know. (laughs) This episode was written by Andrew Law. Directed by Beth McCarthy Miller. Premiered October 12th of 2017. I gave this one a 9.8 out of 10. Very shocking at the ending of this one. But we will get there. Michael isn't impressed with Vicky and her her reveal of her torture plan ideas tells michael you don't need to write me a whole dissertation just (laughs) your memo should be one page with pictures (laughs) and to the point (laughs) he thinks their ideas are stupid garbage and so is chidi's lesson plan starting with socrates He also calls them millennials, the ones that haven't been torturing for more than a millennium. Millennials. He dragging them, but they plan worked perfectly because it seems simple enough. We're going to torture Tahini by throwing a party at the same time. She's throwing a party, but it's going to be a better party for Gunther's birthday. They're like, oh, okay. So while they're off planning their party, Tahini gets it in her idea that I am going to outshine Vicky and they are going to be the sad losers at the end of the day because All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Michael is not a very good student and when Chidi and Eleanor discuss this on an aside, 
Eleanor is like, I'm the best person in class. I'm going to be a, Velo- <laughs> a Velociraptor. <laughs> he says, are you trying to say valid Victorian? <laughs> and they come up with the fact that he doesn't know what it's like to be immortal since he is immortal. And thus they need to wake him up to his own idea of what it's going to be like to not exist anymore and eleanor is like well why don't they come up with an idea of having pants that is one pant leg where you can fit in (laughs) both your legs and he said you mean a skirt (laughs) the banter continues to improve i mean it's always been really good but it's just like popping at all frequencies in the past episodes here uh they break down to michael what retirement really is no more him nothing inky bleakness michael is so me once that clicks followed immediately by i'm so high so i'm about 80 percent out of mine it's been a long time been a long time <laughs> i'm getting there i'm reading a lot more philosophy uh definitely starting to get into some other areas of uh kind of the next step where chidi is and once you do get past that existential crisis which is basically contemplating the silent indifference uh in our empty universe <laughs> it's the first step towards human ethics which is very true that's very apropos you start thinking about things and how people treat each other like that's why i talked to my mom and she don't understand like she clearly is still she has not confronted she's in that denial phase and i feel like a lot of people be up in that denial phase and they turn to different things in their denial and they showed one interpretation of this uh tonight but there's definitely others eleanor asked do you want me to get you something to eat what do you eat do you eat babies do you want me to find you a cute little baby do you what kind of baby flavor do you want cool ranch baby (laughs) the fleeting nature of human existence it is a lot eleanor had learned about death when she was a little child in her uh her dog max died because mommy didn't realize how hot it got in the car and she really tries to come up with this nice story but falls apart because it's too much work and so she explains look he's dead i buried him in a duffel bag under the porch that's that don't be sad about it because that would piss me off and i've already had a really bad day so why don't you just go get me something to drink michael is still shook a little bit later when they go to tahini's or is it tahani's i think it's tahani's uh his her confidence is misplaced about gunter's party especially when they get there and it is literally the best thing ever walk around the party look miserable that's perfect when they said that line to tahani i was dying because she was so broken michael disappears for two seconds and comes back in full human midlife crisis mode he got oh he got my girl janet calling herself janette in this tight ass dress and blonde hair as his secretary he got the damn uh 
he got a flashy car he doing bumps of cocaine his hair's all over the place he looking like he just stepped out of new jack city or some shit just ridiculous he got the sign for chinese tattoo on him chidi explains that he is a jenga of sadness and will tumble over at any point in time it is not better he is just in denial and eleanor thinks he's being really fragile flashback to doug's funeral aka her father mom shows up drunk as fuck hitting on her boyfriend and saying guess what i I had a bet i would not live him and guess who won (laughs) she calls him a fart in the shape of a man eleanor keeps saying that she's fine but she's not fine then she continues the roast saying the only photo they could get of him was a mugshot then she slips her boyfriend her room key she is trash she definitely came out of a dumpster i kind of feel bad for you uh eleanor michael is all namaste to vicky after interrupting her speech saying you know i was really kind of pissed off and angry when you took over but now i don't let that negativity into my life now that sounds like my dad who'd be sitting on the couch always talking about how he don't let negativity of your life i'm like yeah motherfucker because you live the worst fucking kind of life and now that you dragged your body and did all the type of shit and you can't breathe now you want to talk about some namas fucking stay man stop your ass and stop smoking them damn cigarettes so so what i mean sometimes i really hate men sometimes when it comes to taking care of themselves and their health they always want to try and preach to you after the fact you're like motherfucker i'm taking care of my damn self what you talking to me for start you should have talked your own damn lessons to yourself about 20 years ago before your mortality was all close to you every day poor tahani she is depressingly salty as hell because they have actual unicorns baby monkeys hungry hungry hippos with actual hippos and she gonna go home and throw herself a pity party michael is all about the red bull and the partying in dubai and keeping it moving to avoid thinking about death and when he starts to think about it starts to do the samba eleanor doesn't understand what's the big deal why he is spazzing chidi's like there isn't one moment in time where this hits you really hard and then we flash back to bed bath and beyond and a toothbrush holder and yeah she had a moment in which she was crying in a plunger uh, because having the family pack of napkins was an insult (laughs) to injury and she tells michael look um us mortals human beings we are giving the blessing and the curse of knowing about death we're all aware of death so we're kind of sad all the time (laughs) and if in the wise words of a bed bath and beyond employee uh cry all you want into the plunger or toilet plunger you're gonna have to pay for it it kind of reminds me of a conversation i had with my daughter the other day where and it was sad to say it out loud and but it also told me that i might have moved up to 85 percent out of the existential crisis phase because she was talking about getting on a plane and she's like well what if it crashes I says, well then that missed a million your time to go and she's like <gasps> and i'm like well of course i don't want it to happen and i can't think like uh, i don't like the thought of it like i would never want to lose you but at the same time you can't live your life in fear and that's what i was trying to to impart to her even at 11 
and she she's had to deal with a, a little bit of death in the family she kind of understands it in a better way i mean at least she's been to a funeral i didn't go to my first fucking funeral until i was like 28 years old so uh death hitting you for the first time when when it comes so later in your life can also be an eye-opening experience but yeah as much as it hurt me to state state it it was a reality that is reality and you can't simply uh sugarcoat that you have to be able to accept that uh part of it otherwise you you're doing a disservice to your own awareness of value of the things and the interactions that you you have every day that's why me and my mom yell at each other for 15 minutes on the phone (laughs) or 20 minutes even when she be pissing me the hell off because those interactions are important and i want to see and understand and learn many different perspectives and also share those many different perspectives in an effort to continue to grow as a human being jason tells tahini or tahani why do i keep on saying tahini tahani to be nicer to herself as she's pretty dope cool and smart brained michael falsifies the report saying that eleanor was the worst but thanks her for bringing her him out of his funk then they're about to read all about death and ask about tahani and jason and we flash to them and they have had sex which wasn't as bad as tahani thought it would be and then he says uh do you want breakfast i can make cereal and he jumps out the bed and this my dear is called settling and why sometimes smart ass women have childish ass boyfriends that are really grown ass children that we take care of for the comfort because we don't feel like having to wait wait it out for someone who is actually on our level now this is all based on my own personal experience so i could be wrong however women out there seem to really you know they they toss in companionship for equality and i can definitely see how someone like tahani who has always led a life of high standards would possibly be drawn to the idea of being really awesome to someone that's not that hard to impress versus actually meeting your intellectual equal or maybe opposites can attract there's always that matter as well we shall see i wonder how janet gonna feel about this let's head on over to the feedback Christina, it's me, Shy. I'm here to give my thoughts and feelings on The Good Place, episode three and four, if I'm correct. Yeah, um, not gonna lie, totally forgot about this show and this, and to watch the episodes. I guess I'm in a bit of a funk now that The Expanse is no longer in my life for however long it's not going to be in my life um plan on getting the books this weekend or at least one of the books uh to start 
my journey in that aspect this weekend so that's something to look forward to um i'm gonna confess that i was watching these after i saw that you were recording them christina (laughs) and so i'm like oh shit i gotta watch these episodes (laughs) so I turned them on and then I was watching them and then I completely dozed off in in the middle of episode four so yeah um not that was boring um I guess I was a lot more tired than I thought and the only reason why I woke up is because my son came in my room knocked on my door came in my room and was like hey mom what's up with dinner I was like oh okay (laughs) so (laughs) realized that the show was still going on without me (laughs) so (laughs) um had to paul uh stop them stop it and go back to the point in which i must have dozed off which was i think i said it was middle of episode four but in regards to the episodes first one episode three was about um michael recruiting or trying to recruit the gang to go along with the the bad place that's in disguise of the good place um to trick vicky because all the 800 times that he's tried to torture them before now was not working so he had a change of plan. Vicky is blackmailing him. And so I'm not quite sure how this plan is supposed to work. It sounds just as asinine as the other ones. Um, actually, the first one was seemed to be the best one. After that, it's a wrap. Because I don't understand how you can get to the good place by tricking Vicky into thinking that y'all are thinking y'all are in the bad good place which is really the bad place i'm really confused so (laughs) and then um yeah and then i'm like really to understand how michael is supposed to get to the good place when he's immortal and he's a demon basically like i'm not quite understanding how this plan is supposed to work i'm also not understanding how they think the good place are full of idiots that they can trick them into going into the good place it's very confusing anyone wonder how jason ended up in the bad place because he's pretty dumb and so i feel like he should get a pass just for how dumb he is (laughs) he should at least went to the medium place because homeboy is just so lost and just uh and then i'm like why so chidi is in the bad place because he drank almond milk surely there's worse things that (laughs) you know worse things in the world um again that seems more of a medium place if he can't truly go into the bad I mean the good place kind of a thing you know I don't know out of all of them I feel like 
Eleanor definitely has earned enough stripes to (laughs) earn a spot and uh, Hani yeah she's borderline um, as well so we learned more about how she died which was pretty lame I don't know all of so far all their deaths have been lame um and we have episode four which is basically Michael finding out the meaning of dying and having a crisis over it and them having to talk him off the ledge Tahani being tortured by throwing a party that no one shows up for I don't know, these torture tactics are pretty, um, I don't know, again, I guess you have to be in that spot, you have to have that mindset to really consider any of this stuff torture, um, I feel like there's worse things in the world than these types of things that they're calling themselves being tortured over, and, um, yeah, pretty lame, but (laughs) they seem to be bothered by it so and I guess that's it it's like like paper cuts like little nagging injuries that just bug you over time is what they're trying to accomplish with this and then we have Tahani and Jason the most oddball couple in the world sleeping together at the end and yeah so I'm not gonna lie I mean, I mean, these episodes were nice, um, but I don't know if my, again, I did fall asleep, so I don't know if my mind isn't fully engaged in the episodes or not. I mean, they weren't horrible, but I didn't laugh as much in these two, and, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, my mind is still a little sluggish, so... <laughs> I'll just leave it at that so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy girl you was sleepy as hell (laughs) and your kid would uh, wake you up he said mama you better get your ass out this bed this dinner ain't gonna cook itself (laughs) kids are so trash and uh so i don't feel bad now i don't feel alone that i was not picking up at first what this is supposed to be constructed of so let me break it down let me break it down so (laughs) michael is really like a demon so this is hell we really i think you probably got that part i was the one really slow on that uh so these tortures like instead of the traditional torture he wants to do psychological torture now of course everything they're going through doesn't seem so bad to you because you're not narcissistic or so on and so forth like your worst day would or your worst neighborhood would be like a a neighborhood full of karens right eventually if you live there you would go fucking insane right so for these particular people they're designed to like the nerdy always good guy the person eleanor can never live up to that she always be jealous of like they're meant to snowball each other's life or kind of interacting with each other but the the world's also 
calibrated to make them feel horrible and miserable but the the catch-22 is that their interactions with each other actually build a friendship that make them feel better after they put them back down thus the torture is a failure but it's really only a failure maybe because of these four people is it just because of cheaty i we don't know what it is that separates them but i have a feeling if it wasn't this four um or maybe it, it it opens up a whole other idea if you're given the chance or enough opportunity to learn would you be able to change are these people that are fundamentally evil or bad or are these people that just need a little bit more help than the average people it's a lot of big questions more so than the the plot is giving you and it wants you to start thinking about those things and it's giving it slowly to you what this world is how it unveils but it's kind of tying back to life is how i get it which is what i'm really starting to enjoy about the show is that it's more like the life lessons that you learn <laughs> you know that tahini is she does her tahani jesus what the hell is that going out with my pronunciation of that name but she doesn't want to believe or she has been on earth believing she's this great person and to a lesser person she is and then she is smacked in the face with her own hypocrisy of yeah she thought i can go up against a magical god and throw and out throw a party because i'm that full of my damn self that's ridiculous to think of yourself in that way and yet she does and thus it's harder when she falls but you had idiotic jason there knowing exactly what to say to make her feel better and then the sex happened (laughs) so it's um i think it's a really well orchestrated idea of torture that isn't based on as kind of what michael's trying to say these medieval kind of sadistic uh ways that are violent why does it need to be this particular way why doesn't the the torture fit the crime so to speak so yeah there's a lot of things that michael being uh he's kind of also in even in his own environment the the anomaly right we were talking about anomalies in westworld how felix is the anomaly um i'm so glad i can reference westworld shit and you guys know what i'm saying (laughs) see you will see how one show can influence a lot and once you start watching other shows that kind of explore similar themes you can recognize them much easier or you can apply that knowledge from that you've learned from another show to to a whole different type of genre because this is a more comedic less dramatic take on it however it's still dealing with some of those little heavy questions and they're they're being real subtle about uh how they're delivering the performance which they would be since this was what an nbc show but i think they're stepping out of their comfort zone a lot more so than they did the first season because i can tell the jokes are getting a little darker um and definitely uh playing with that idea i thought they were playing with in the first season the the uh the breakdown of the afterlife and what exactly it entails and if it does entail then how deeply does it actually if we're going by the christian standards of this is another life in which you will be living uh whether it's in the good place or the bad place 
and then J- jason should be letting the medium place because he's special needs that's kind of true except his special needs always lean to the petty criminal <laughs> and other people suffered for them and then no chidi is not in the bad place because he drank almond milk that's what he kept telling himself no he is in there michael explains it's his lifetime of indecisiveness that caused the people that around him constant misery because you know he he literally was going if his friend hadn't been smart enough he was gonna fail his own entire uh marriage because he insisted on being the best man but he couldn't even decide on anything to do with that particular duty and that's what and him debating over where to go for two hours for a drink is what ultimately killed him so uh that's why he's in the bad place and that is all the notes i did write down for your feedback i hope that gave you a a larger peer view of the show as you stated you're probably just sleepy so we're gonna finish it up here with our queen mimi what up christina it's mimi um this is my feedback for the good place i did not send feedback for the good place um when you guys did uh the season opener and then the next episode because i thought because they were double episode that those were the two that we were gonna do so i guess this is gonna be feedback for season two episodes two three and four i gotta be honest with you i watched this like early last week so i really don't remember much i really gotta start taking notes because i don't remember anything um so i guess i can start by um saying that this was a continuation from um them being rebooted um eleanor figured out what was going on in the season opener and michael was like okay well you're not gonna have your note this time we gotta make sure chidi isn't by you um and then they restarted (laughs) and eleanor got her stupid sexy postman soulmate um but i feel like michael was doing too much in in these uh episodes where he (laughs) he was just going really in really hard and it just didn't come across it's like what kind of good place is this i think um the first season like the torture was pretty subtle and i think because he was really antsy on trying to be right this time then he he didn't he didn't plan it very well so he didn't really have an idea of exactly how subtle he wanted to be and everyone was basically like looking around like what the hell is going on like something isn't right here and then of course they all figured it out um I don't remember exactly what happened per episode so i'm just they're all gonna blend together so uh first i want to talk about eleanor um i i know her family is a hot mess her mom is trifling as hell there's no excuse for her attitude and the way she acts but you kind of can get a feel of why she is the way that she is when you uh when you when you see how her parents act they're pretty crappy um so you kind of understand she really didn't have a role model so everything she learned about how to be you know she learned from herself it it didn't always go well she 
was kind of crappy of a person um but you know she got it on as her parents sucked um but I did love how you know she um for some reason always went back to trying to be a better person and ended up finding Chidi she immediately dismissed him because he was a dork which is strictly Eleanor that doesn't surprise me at all um but I did like how no matter what she always ended up learning from him and he always agreed to help her because that's what kind of person Chidi is um I think this is the the season where like when I saw how they were drawn to each other it really made me ship them and I didn't know if they wanted us to ship Chidi and Eleanor because they are they are so opposite but I definitely shipped them especially when they were at the cokehead's house and they she showed them that video of them in bed together and I was like oh my god this is another ship that I didn't know that I needed really really bad until it happened and I kind of shipped them before when they were having the when they were stuck together and he was trying to teach her but then the whole Tahani thing happened and then they lost their memory I was like okay so they're, they're not gonna go that route and that's fine but then bam they ended up in bed together and it's like seriously they just like slapped me in the face with that relationship and now I want it I want it all the time <laughs> um I also think it's uh pretty hilarious how um I don't think I don't think we got to see Chidi's body in there but I know Eleanor brings it up all the time the actor that plays Chidi does have a really good body he's another one of that behind in it underneath his button-ups uh what else do I want to say um uh oh I <laughs> I thought it was so funny when um Chidi and Eleanor were talking <laughs> and she can never say his name right and it shouldn't be funny because I hate when people mispronounce my name but I laughed and I'm not gonna lie I think it was more of Chidi's expression when she like blatantly said it wrong and didn't even like care enough to even try to correct it <laughs> like she like brushed him off when she realized she said it wrong like she didn't just didn't give a crap but I love when they saw the um the little monster like the they realized that they were in the bad place together <laughs> and then Eleanor can never remember Janet's name either and then they went to the cokehead's house <laughs> and she was like did you bring coke <laughs> I don't know why that lady cracks me up being a cokehead but she really is it's like you're you're dead okay clearly your vice is what got you killed like you think that you would let it go but nope she loves coke <laughs> she will bring it up forever um I think that's all I have to say about Chidi and Eleanor um oh and I know uh <laughs> Michael's mad as hell that Vicky like took over for him but she was not wrong he was doing a pretty shitty job um like what was it over 800 restarts it's like how many how many tries do you need um it sounds like they've been going at it for quite some time he said what the longest one was 11 months and then the you know, shortest was like eight seconds because it was a butt restart and then <laughs> the time that uh jason figured out they were in a bad place that was hilarious michael looked utterly disgusted like oh hell no i cannot believe this this is the lowest point of my life that was hilarious 
Um, what else did I think was funny? Um, I thought it was funny that, um, um, I love Janet when she kept getting reboot and she would just face plant. I don't know why that cracked me the hell up. I thought that was hilarious. Um, and I liked how, oh, I loved how Eleanor, um, didn't trust Michael because he was a demon and that was smart of her but then she was like you know if we have to um do this and learn how to be good people with Chidi you're gonna have to take those classes too I I, I really appreciated her that was smart to be honest with you that's really all I remember I feel terrible that I can't remember what happened but I know that I love these episodes it really started to give me a sense of the characters and I like how Michael partner up, partnered up with them because he hates Vicky so much <laughs> and he's mad and he knows that if his boss finds out that he restarted so many times he's going to be retired which sounds pretty awful. Oh speaking of Vicky I really like her the actress the character the way she's taken over I mean I know she's evil but she's a boss bitch and I'm always here for boss bitches especially boss bitches of color and she is running things and that whole idea to throw a better party than Tahani the unicorns like come on now that was great and you like Tahani the fact that she does not realize that she is superficial and narcissistic is kind of funny she clearly doesn't realize that she needs to be in the bad place and the way she died that is embarrassing her sister is a bitch though because like i don't even think of you like come on now i you can't be that oblivious to your surroundings that you can't understand that your sister is feeling inferior to you and they clearly never had a good relationship but her sister is a bitch too and i would assume when her sister dies her sister would be going to hell too but that's neither here nor there I swear I keep pausing because I feel like maybe something will come into my mind and I know as soon as I hit send I'm gonna remember some stuff but I'm really not remembering much right now so oh, I guess I'm just gonna have to end it here I swear after this feedback I'm gonna start writing notes I just watched 911 and I wrote some notes <laughs> and even though mix is just 22 minutes usually I don't write notes for short things but my memory is taking a beat in this these last couple of months and I honestly don't even know I even made some really stupid mistakes at work on Sunday granted I hate it there and I didn't want to be there but there's no excuse I mean it wasn't anything detrimental nobody got hurt but it was just you know for a procedure a person needed an IV and that person when I came in didn't have one and I knew she was leaving the next day so it wasn't a big deal but I knew she was having that procedure and in order for her to go home she needed the procedure and for some reason it never clicked to me that she didn't have an IV and she needed to have this procedure and to have this procedure done she needed an IV whatever like I the, like in the morning the people came to get her and they were like oh she didn't have IV I'll start one and I'm like what did she need an IV for oh my god she's going for a stress test damn I had plenty of time like, I shouldn't say plenty of time I was busy but I mean I would have definitely made it a point to get one in her before they came <laughs> so whoops um yeah that's one of the things that like you make a mistake when you're new I've been a nurse for four years and I've literally been floating all over the hospital so I know a lot of different areas so there's really no excuse like as soon as he said I'm here to take her to the stress test I was like oh crap 
I can do that. And I was in the middle of the report. So it was a little, little whoopsie. But after that, I was like, yeah, I need to start writing things down. Like, I carry post-its with me anyway so I can remember. Like, I can organize my time or at least know what needs to be done and when. But I can't be relying on my memory. It's pretty shitty. And it's normally not good, but lately it's been worse. So... I'm gonna do better like I know I, there's certain shows I have to take notes for because it's be so much going on but even the simple things I'm gonna start taking notes because it don't make no sense for me to try and do this pot this feedback for this podcast it just crickets which is what keeps happening so I'm gonna do better so enough of me rambling on I will end it here until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch Mimi out Mimi says and finally has admitted she's getting dementia. She's not getting dementia. I know what it is though, because I'm the same way. I have a hard and it, you know what? It's because your short-term and long-term memory can start, especially as you get older, and we ain't really that old. <laughs> Doesn't matter. The, especially if you're someone who also juggles a lot of information. It could, it is beneficial to write things down. It's like, you can only, you know, over, you can only keep so much in in your memory banks that's at the forefront. And it's totally understandable uh, that that you might need a little help. I need, I take notes all the damn time. I tried not taking notes on this episode and I was like, fuck, I can't even remember the last 10 minutes. (laughs) And that happened five minutes ago uh and yes vicky actually her plan worked i don't know why he's shitting all over her because her shit was very simple to the point and effective while michael was all types of elaborate and not subtle at all i could definitely ship the chidi and uh the chidi and eleanor situation i like the new dynamic that's coming about i do laugh when she says mommy needs her medicine and the fact that they have to bring cocaine the next time because mommy needs her medicine um and then that's all the notes i wrote on your feet <laughs> i kind of have much else to say i agreed everything else what you were saying and yes i do write down the lines because they're just so funny and you know forgive yourself for your mistakes we all can make those mistakes i do that all the time at work i'm like i've been here for so many i shouldn't know but we're still human we are fucking human which means we are not infallible and life sometimes are gonna cause a little speed bumps we get over them words of jason be nicer to yourself girl we're gonna close up the mailbag but if you want to send feedback you can send this to blackocouch at gmail.com my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe until next time peace hair grease blacker magic <laughs>